mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 292, holy shit, so close to 300, of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace, and today we are taking you to... Yes. Um, season four. Yeah. SG Atlantis. Uh-huh. Episode 17. Lucky number 17, my yep, yep, favorite yep. number. Midway. Yes. A.K.A. Uh-huh. We Would Like to Rage. <laughs> Um, or the much simpler Action Bros. Action Bros. Mine similar is the Bash Brothers. Yeah, because <laughs> because Mighty Ducks. <laughs> I do like Bash Brothers over Action Bros, but I am a fan of I, We Would Like to I Rage. I do like We Would Like to Rage, yeah. and I think that's the clear winner on this. <laughs> um, what an episode! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Okay, okay, okay. Before that, yeah. Any media? Um, let me tell you. As I was driving over to your house this morning, because yeah. I take very light notes, if you will, for the apps. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I just like to do some mental notes. Uh-huh. And I was like, what That's did right. I do this week? Yeah. And my brain went, nothing. My, we don't went, know this your week. Your brain went, Doo. This week is gone. Don't think about this week. <laughs> think about the week. Like, So I think that I'm in a fugue state. Yeah. Like, I think every weekend, and maybe a lot of us do this, which is why I'm sharing. Yeah. I think we get through the week, and then our brain puts us into this fugue state to yeah. protect us for the weekend. Uh-huh. And it's you're like, just in the little cushion area in or, your brain. Yeah, or whatever your days off are. Like, it's just like, no, yeah. no words, no worries, no yeah. thoughts. Enjoy Nothing weekends. happened. Days you don't off. know who you are. You're Jason Bourne, <laughs> except without the fighting. <laughs> Nobody has to know what the week was right now. Just eat cookies and fried chicken instead. I do know one thing you watched this week, though. Okay, yes. And it's something I'm also going to mention, because it is something that we will be touting for as long as we can. Oh, yes. The Legend of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime. The Legend of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime. I definitely did watch that this week. Probably my favorite of all the episodes. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil, but... um, my favorite moment yet in the series happens in this week's episodes. Okay. And yeah. you know exactly what it is. I think so. I believe it involves a pikey. It, it does involve a pikey. Well, my uh, my episode also involves poo. gnomes. Yes. But another gnome. Uh-huh. This is... Um, so in the original watch, um, I started watching CR in the Briarwood Art. Okay. So that's where I actually started. So... There is an episode here that is one of my favorite, 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 favorite episodes ever. It involves extinct animals. Yeah, yeah, I know the exact moment you're referring to because Uh, I was very excited to see it. I I was so, like, I was starting to get worried and nervous that they weren't going to have it. There's no way they couldn't. Because the story was progressing and I was like, this hasn't, they haven't done the thing yet. Um, But um, I was really happy to see it. We're, we're waiting because there's a moment from the time that the Kickstarter even went live. Yeah. That Jesse's like, I hope 
I can't wait to see this moment animated, Mm -hmm. but it's at the later end of this arc. Weirdly enough, I also think I know what that is. Yeah. It involves um, people looking like other people. Yes. Okay. Yes. From the moment the Kickstarter went live. From the moment. Uh, Uh, Husband Jesse has been looking forward to this, so I hope it happens. It's also like... God, the show is just so beautifully dark. Like, dark in a gorgeous, like... It's perfect. It's perfect. It's got the tone. Um, We will have to do a whole tangent cast. We will when it's done. 100%. Because there's a lot of detail that I want to cover. For sure. And I just want to... I I just love... I love... My favorite thing about this series is just the fact that they made the series themselves. They were the ultimate, like, arbitrators of what went. So they got to do the exact tone they want because this is not a tone that I think you would find if this was on any, even, like, anywhere else. (laughs) If anyone else made this, the way that they flip between tones and the stuff that they're able to do in the show... It's funny because, like, the closest I can think of is, like, that hit the right tone is, like, Robot Chicken and those type of creators. But Maybe. I feel like they're friends with those people. I know. Like, it's all the same people. They're all people who are voice it's actors. so good, though. Um, he, Yeah. Uh, the I think we have one more week of episodes yep. until we get to the whole season. So yep. And then there's a whole be, there's a second season coming. There's a tangent coming. So, <laughs> Tangent Cast is a common. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. I did watch that. I did watch that. And I genuinely cannot remember what else. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I finally watched Nightmare Alley. Okay. Yes. I know you want me to watch also Nightmare Alley. Please, everybody watch Nightmare Alley. I like the cast. I, I went into it knowing that I would enjoy it because I love Guillermo del Toro and everything that he does. But it's just fucking delectable and you forget where it's going until it gets there at the end and you're like oh yeah i knew this was going to go here (laughs) if that makes sense yeah no i get that it's one of those i love those movies where once you get the reveal you're like oh duh how the fuck did i not see that yeah and the thing is it's like you you do you kind of have an idea that it's coming yep but it does a really great job of distracting you as you get there yeah. So, um, yeah, we're definitely rewatching this. Um, I'm I'm making you. That's fine. And what I call our coven friends, yep. rewatch it because we'll watch there's it. a group of, of of women that I call my coven. I, I listen. You know me long enough to know that I've dreamed of becoming of being part of a coven. It's That's one my of my plan. goals in life. You listen. Life will be long mm-hmm. for us. I already promised husband Jesse that he gets to go first. Yeah. And then once he goes, we you know we'll just really dig into the coven. Yeah. Uh, so that I can, you know, we will listen. Silas Pryor would we will back. become Grey Gardens. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. This is this is our life. My entire goal is I want to be like the the eccentric lady that lives on the street yeah. that like the kids are slightly afraid of because they think she's a witch. Unless there's a really brave kid who's like, exactly. I'm going to get to know her and 100%. she's really cool. That is my goal in life. Yeah. Because listen, if I'm going to embrace any kid, that's going to be one special kid. That one special kid with courage yeah. to be like, this old lady's really cool and has a lot of fucking amazing stories. 100%. That's yeah. my goal in life. 
Uh, I'm here for it. But yeah, what did you watch this week? Did um, we even get to it? Well, no, I will say unre- unrelated to this episode. Yeah. Um, but a familiar name to Atlantis. Mm. I'm watching Peacemaker, which talk about in an absolutely insane show. Yeah. But one of the best opening credit sequences of any show ever. Okay. Ever. If you watch nothing else, just watch the opening credits. I think I will. Um. It involves dancing. I like it. It's it's amazing. I'm here for it. I will say there is one Stargate crossover in Nightmare Alley. That's good. I'm leaving it there. There what there is a Stargate crossover in Peacemaker okay. too because there is one Christopher Heiderall. Okay, Heiderall. I keep mispronouncing his last name. I put the D in the wrong this place. This is, sorry. I won't lie, it's a little bit bigger than that. That's okay. Good to know. It's a, and, and I missed it. Well, I'll say this. I have not looked past the like top five billing cast people. So I will re- not look past that. Yeah. No, because you, you, it's easy to admit. I missed it. Okay. And then I was like, wait a minute, this person's in here? Oh, they're this guy? And then I had to rewatch that scene. Well, then I will not look at the full cast Don't look list. at it. Don't look at it. Don't okay. look at it. Okay. It's so much. It's it, It'll tickle you to just see it. February 15th, 2008. Yes. Written by Carl Binding, directed by Andy oh, Makita. It's, like, it's like a little couples episode. It is. Because, you know, it's the greatest couple. They're the couple Valentines. Would you be my Valentine's bruh? John and Sam welcome Taylor back from Earth. Actually, I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've heard of her heading there. Yeah. The one other time we saw her there on Earth wasn't real. Oh, right. I, she has to have been on Earth some other She'd time. Been, she was on Pretender. She was on Mind Earth. It was Mind Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, this time she was stuck at just the SGC for two days. Yeah. Didn't get to say anything else. That's no fun. There is. That's an- like when, when you're like have like. Your flight gets delayed. I know. And so it's like, I mean, technically I've been in Chicago, but yeah. I was just in the airport you for like eight hours. Yeah. yeah. There is a new Iowa guy, not Woolsey, a Mr. Coolidge. Cool- Coolidge. Coolidge. The D in there throws me. Um, he is a brusque, arrogant, and a giant tool. Yeah. We do see in the end he comes through for Ronan, but apparently he kept calling Taylor honey, which Oof. fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, I love how um, <laughs> how even Taylor's tone is, I know. <laughs> but how clear she makes it that yeah. she hates this man. And Sam's like, I know those people. Mm, I've I've welcome to how I got where I am. Exactly, today. the people that I've seen. Yeah, these are the people in our neighborhood. <laughs> in our neighborhood. So, um. He's new at his job, making his, claiming his territory, and the first thing he wanted to do is interview, we aren't sure if it's interview everyone or just the aliens, Mm, Yep. which makes me actually wonder if there's other (laughs) non-Terrans working at the SGC. It made me wonder, it's like, well, what do you mean? Like, are you pulling Roddick in? Like, what are you doing? What do you mean by alien? Which, that's why, like, we hear them interviewing, I'm assuming he interviewed Teal'c. Yeah. We hear him interviewing Taylor and Ronan. And so it's like, are there other non-Terrans working at the SGC? There's got to be other Athosians doing stuff. Well, I mean, no, because no, all the other Athosians oh, right. are gone. Right. 
I mean, what if someone stuck around to be like a Nathosian, like a, you know, uh, lunch lady? The only reason I'm assuming is because Taylor's mentioned multiple times how she's the only one son left. is the last you're right, of you're her right, people. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Not saying I, there's other like non. I do want a and like an Adrian lunch lady who's yeah. like, can we just get mac and cheese? Yeah. And they're like, no, no. This is what you get here. Yeah. This is this is the food of my people. Yes. You're gonna love and it. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be great. Don't ask what's in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, uh, Coolidge was a bit distracted by the fact that Taylor's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. uh, and in the end he's he's she's pretty sure taylor thinks he didn't have many issues with her because uh he doesn't think taylor will return to active duty after a kid isn't inside of her anymore i i find this term offensive but i'm gonna use it because i fine. feel like it's how he thinks she's on the mommy track yeah a hundred percent and you know what he would say that yeah um and john's like well won't he be surprised and taylor does not say anything uh, no words for you i mean taylor's allowed to take some time with her kid that doesn't mean she's suddenly like off the table as a relevant person well no but i also appreciate uh taylor's like well i mean there's a lot of shit that i can do that's not like going off world on your team right right and like she's already expressed the fact that's like how am I don't know if I want to take that risk with yeah. me being the only family, blood family this kid has. I'm a single mom. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Sam comes to the rescue in that awkward moment. That's yep. a bridge for later. Right now, we just have to get through the interviews and Taylor leaves. And now John and Sam just have to worry about the next interview. Mm-hmm. Ronan. That's fine. It's going to be great. It's fine. His Ronan, interviews. Man. His interviews in three days and Sam has invited someone to Atlantis to coach him. I do love that in this episode, we've always um, talked about how Ronan is good at following directions. He did grow up a soldier, yeah. but he's still kind of a fucking asshole, like rebel dude. 100%. And this is where you start to see like how much trouble he must have been in like boot camp. He like he is someone who does thrive under like the the order of sure. military he's also been fucking on his own for how many years i think he thrives on having something to push against is what it is and i'll i actually have a few notes on that and okay. point to it later when it's when it's him and teal because yes. you see when he falls in line and when yep. he doesn't yeah he he thrives on knowing where the boundaries are so yes. that he can push them because obviously there is none other than the best person yep. in the world for this specific Teal's job. hair. Teal's hair. And <laughs> we see Teal's hair and the person who wears it. Yikes. Coming through and Sam welcoming him to Atlantis. Yeah. And credits. Yeah. I did write that in all caps. It's Teal's hair. I, this is, this is why we had, you know, we try to watch as many episodes as we can together. Every, every once in a while we can't, but I knew this episode and honestly yes. the next episode, guys, we had to watch together because I needed to see her face. It's gonna be great. When Teal comes through that story. Yeah, it made me happy. When we come back, we are taking a walk and talk, commenting on Teal's hairstyle. Because... It's, you it's, have to notice that it exists. And it's it's kind of amazing. It's a lot. It's a lot, but he he wears it well. There's so much product in that hair. Listen, not everyone can wear that and rock it. 
he can wear it. I just wonder, like, how many bottles of it's the same bottle. baby oil he's going through. It's, it's, it's the same. It's he's because you know oil and water repel themselves. Sure. Yeah. It's just a very interesting look. But is his white streak still there? Because, you know, he's an yeah. older, distinguished Teal'c. Yeah. And after some marveling at the city scope and engineering, and an indeed, Teal'c comments at how well Sam is doing and that command suits her. Let the indeed count begin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel really bad that I fell off the indeed count for all of SG-1. Someday I'll go back and actually track those. And it's going to be hard. Um, but... Yeah, I do love that they have this moment where he's like, look at you. You're like a fucking badass, even more no. badassier than you've ever been. And she says she's getting used to it. And actually, she enjoys the, you know, slightly lax military protocols here. Mm-hmm. And they arrive in the sparring room where Ronan is just taking out Marine after Marine. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Ronan in his natural habitat. Yeah, Sam is like, well, that's him. Have fun. It is a little bit like a zoo animal. Like, and here is the, you know, tiger chasing things up trees because that's what it does. Sam does the introductions. Mm-hmm. This is Tilk of Jaffa, who Sam told Ronan about. Tilk bows. Yeah. Mentions Sam has spoken very highly of him. Meanwhile, Ronan just stares at him. Yeah. Saying nothing, drinking some that water. That is a lot from him. And I think that this shows that Ronan is a little intimidated because oh, yeah. that's going to be Ronan's response 100%. when he's a little intimidated. Yeah. Just, because he's usually not this much of an asshole just, off the top. Just stare him down. Yeah. Especially to a friend. I know. Sam's like, you're so similar. You should get along. Great. Yeah. Ronan continues to stare, spits out water. Mm-hmm. Sam just continues to talk because what else is she going to do but fill that awkward silence and then about Teal'c and then the situation and the interview and the two men are just staring at each other. Yeah. And Teal'c just tells Sam that maybe she should leave them alone to get better acquainted. I do love this moment where they're framed next to each other where you see how old Teal'c looks. Yeah. And then you also see how small Ronan appears I, next to Teal. Like, I know. Holy shit. I know. This, like, those two things you don't ever really get reference for. Like, these two. It's like seeing your dad in the wild with other dads. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, you're uh, this kind of dad. Like, because dad is just, just a, an archetype. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. But then when you put it next to other dad type, you're like, oh, you're this dad type? Okay. Like, I didn't realize how short my dad was. Okay. Until he was next to other dads, because he was still a dad and we were little. Well, that's, and I've said before, it's similar. Like, I did not have a frame of reference to know that my dad and my whole family is tall. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. But but I also learned that my dad is a scary dad archetype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, not all dads have to be like this scary? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Oh, my dad I think follows the the Teal'c stereotype of, oh, you think you think you got things? Well, let me just continue to push your buttons until yeah. I can prove uh that yeah. if you have it or not. My dad is the like other kids don't want to mess with my dad dad type. <laughs> Which I didn't realize. Yeah, I yeah. just thought all dads were that scary and you didn't mess with. And then I met other dads and I'm like, oh, you're a piece of cake. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, okay. That's Whatever. Easy. You can't dad me because I've got scary dad at home. 
My dad definitely does not fall under scary dad territory. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's just nice. It's just cool to see these archetype of men next to each other. My dad, to see the nuance. My dad falls under the indeed dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an indeed dad. So uh, Sam just takes it as a cue to uh, leave, have fun. And I'm pretty sure Sam cannot leave that room fast enough. I do think that secretly Ronan is fanboying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's more of like fanboying in the, oh shit, am I gonna... The, here's here's what Tilk is. I'm gonna overcompensate here. Um, I think I've shared the story about how I had the one opportunity to meet a celebrity and I had yeah, to yeah, pretend yeah. to be like, you ain't shit. Yeah. That's that, whatever 100%. that feeling is, mm-hmm. that's what Ronan has to do. 100%. <laughs> Tilk is going, you do not speak, Ronan Dex. And Ronan goes, not when I have nothing to say, which Teal actually appreciates. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Cut to some Wraith on a planet. And we saw this Wraith previously connected with Todd. Yeah. Uh, he he is the one working in the cloning lab, which Bailey, sh- yeah, they have some devices. They have a DHD. Damn it, Todd. They're working on something. Back in Atlantis, Teal'c has come to share a table with Ronan in the mess hall. It's pretty clear this is the last person that Ronan wants to eat with, for fuck's sake. I love this idea that everyone in the mess hall knows that you don't sit at don't, Ronan's table. Unless you are John Shepard and maybe McKay and Taylor. Like, it. like, it's like, you know, the feral dog that you're still training. And it's like, hey, yeah. everybody knows, like, when we put his bowl down, yep. just let him eat. Just don't look at him. Don't come close. Yep. Let him finish his meal. We're still working on it. <laughs> a lot of times, Ronan really just comes across like a like a a, a feral yep. dog. Where he listens to he listens to the people he listens to. Yeah, but just barely. And yep. you know how, like, uh, you know, tight that is. But Teok's just like the the... The, you know, the dog trainer who's like, no, I'm going to come get up in this space. And yep. everybody's like, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die right now. So Teal'c is just excited for Salisbury steak. Mm. And we also learned that Teal'c loves tater tots. I mean, who doesn't fucking love tater tots? I mean, Teal'c, of course. Tater tots. Um, Ronan cuts to the chase. He's like, look, I fucking dealt with the IOA before. I know how to play this game. I don't need a coach. Mm-hmm. Teal's Is like, that true though? You dealt with Woolsey. Yeah. There are more people in the IOA and many who are less likable somehow. Yeah. He's like, look, I can sit and answer questions today, call him, and I'll be fine. Great, Teal says, so we can talk of other things. Uh-huh. Tell me about Satita. This is when Braytag is smiling down on him from the stars, being yeah. like, that's right, this is how you do this part. Um, and Teal'c tests him. Yeah. He just starts poking Teal'c, uh-huh. or poking Ronan, asking leading questions. When did the Wraith destroy Satita? Why did your army suck? Tell me why you surrendered. Is Was it, it negligence on your part? Was is it, it because you're so lame? It just keeps going until Ronan stands up, pulls his blaster up, pointing it at Teal'c's head, yelling that it's all a lie. Mm-hmm. Teal'c is unfucking phased at this. Yep. Everyone else in the place is like. I'm telling you, the amount of people who shit their pants in this room (laughs) is insane. (laughs) Or either that, or there's people just stress eating. The mess hall is never 
run out of food so quickly because that would be my move. I would be like, I'm just gonna shove just gonna all keep of eating. this food in my mouth. Don't look at the situation. I can't move. I've been wanting to leave for the last half hour, but I'm scared to move. I don't even like Salisbury steak. Yeah, this is terrible. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> um. Teal'c's like, yeah, it's clearly all a lie. But when those questions come up in the interview, I'm assuming you're not going to respond the same because, as you said, you know how to play the game, right? Mm. Mm. That's what John comes coming in going, Boom. nope, nope, get away. What are you doing? Yeah, what? Leave it. Leave it. Ronan? Drop it. Get away from that fence. <laughs> come inside right he now. does quickly, you know... Put the gun away. This is where I get real Drakey vibes from Ronan. Look, I'm very aware that at the end of the day, I have no power over my Drakey boy. Yeah. Just like at the end of the day, John doesn't actually have power over Ronan. No. If Ronan chooses for him not to have it. Exactly. But Ronan has learned to respect him and follow yep. orders in that sense. Teal completely, still completely is Drakey calm. actually Ronan? Oh, Drake, we've just we've discussed okay. Drakey is a combo of Ronan and Grog. Yeah, he is a little he does because he, he does like to have fun. Because he gets way sweeter than Ronan does. He really he does really like to have fun and, and be a sweet boy. And I love him, but when I'm he chooses pretty sure to. his intelligence is a six. He's a smart boy. He's <laughs> You tell I love my baby so much. I'm like, I refuse to admit it. He's a good boy. He is a smart boy in the same way that Grog is a smart boy. They, they are smart with their fists. They are smart when they need to be smart. Yeah. You know what it is? They're not. <laughs> they're they're almost like they're wise. Like it's like every now and then they yeah. say something where you're like, where the hell did that come from? Listen, they're street smarts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, my we've discussed. My wisdom may be a six. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Um, so anyway, Teal'c is still just completely calmly eating his food, ensuring John that there is no problem. We're yeah. all good. Ronan clearly has some issues. <laughs> yeah, Ronan's not fine. The two men are just staring each other down. Yeah. Um. So John, John invites them to head down to the gym. We're going to showcase some fighting techniques because, uh -huh. you know, both of you guys could easily give each other tips. Let's just work some of this energy out. Let's just beat each other for a while. Enter uh -huh. one of the best scenes. Yep. Ronan and Teal'c less sparring, more beating the shit out of each other yep. while Chuck takes bets. Yep. As Chuck absolutely should. 100% he would be. Mm -hmm. There is a large Step crowd. Step right up, ladies there and gentlemen. There is a lot of bets floating around. Witness the marvel <laughs> of the Jaffa warrior. I don't even know who I'd put money on And the Satedan runner. Um... This is when Sam walks in. The rumble in the... I don't know what to put... The, the off-planet off side. Yeah. You know, as John puts it, it's just a friendly sparring match. Which, listen, John should know better, right? <laughs> He's yeah. like, they're just blowing off steam. But, like, <laughs> it is pretty clear that this is not a friendly match. Here's what the problem is with this fight. Yeah. Is... If it needs to be broken up, there's nobody here who can do it. There is one person who can do it, and we, we well, see who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is Fair. only one person there's who no can break There's no person up. who can physically get up in this thing to break it up. I 
Okay, I will say, we see Sam do it. I very much think that Sam is one of the few people. I actually think that John could... Basically, Ronan would listen to John. I John. think Tilk would step down at a number of people. I think... I think the minute Sam says something, Teal'c would release. Yeah. But Ronan may not. Yeah. yeah. I, and I also have a hunch that, um, I actually thinking about this, I was like, I don't know who would win. I think, I think Teal'c would win because I think this entire time Teal'c is not. I think Teal'c is holding yeah. conserving energy. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. I don't think Teal'c is going for Going for the throat in the same way that Ronan And is. we know that the monk always wins. Exactly. <laughs> the monk always beats the barbarian. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I think Teal'c is more like just how long you, how long you want to do this for? Because yeah. I'm about to get a second win in a minute here. I can do this all day. Yeah. Cue Captain America Cue gif. Cue Captain America gif. Um, the, instead of America's ass, it's the Jaffa's yeah, ass. Yeah, it's Jaffa's hair. Yeah. Uh, they've been at this pace for an hour or so Ooh. without breaks. They've closed all of those Apple Watch rings. All of them. <laughs> so Sam goes to break that up. Again, one of the few people who could step in the middle of this, and both yeah. of them would not dare accidentally hit. Yeah, that I agree with. I, I agree with the fact that her command can can get in there. And although all it really does is get them to drop their weapons, because then Ronan just goes and pulls a punch at Teal'c, and now it's just a weaponless fight. Yeah. Although clearly their fists are both weapons, but you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Sam, however, will not be ignored, and she steps between them Yeah, and goes, let's call this a draw. This would be, the only reason this could get further out of hand is if Ronan accidentally hit Sam, yeah. and then good luck and trying then to you're, stop Teal'c. you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Teal'c will, Teal will smear him on the floor. Yeah. And the rest of the crowd is sad because of their bets and I like all the international money being thrown around. <laughs> yeah. And sometime after that... I do love that they're betting with money because what the fuck are you going to do with it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you think it all be rations or whatever. That's what I would imagine. I think we've seen them playing poker before with rations. No, yeah. it was chess. Yes. Yeah. Because Atlantis is going to be playing yeah. poker. Come Fair. on. Fair. It's chess. <laughs> you, can, you can, the scientists play chess. Yeah. The military plays poker. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's a Texas Hold'em com like, competition yeah. going on. Oh, 100%. So the parties have cooled down. Ronan and Teal'c are now heading back to Earth. Well, yeah. Behind Sam and Teal, Ronan's like, why Why does he have to come with me? And John <laughs> clarifies, he's not going with you. Mm -hmm. He is going to the same destination at the same time as you, which is, you know, somehow different. Look, we're not renting you guys two separate cars. Yes. You're both going to the same place. Share the rental. We can only dial, dial the gate bridge so many times. Mm -hmm. And Ronan just wants to use the power to dial straight to Earth to yeah. not have to sit in the 24-hour sure. quarantine at Midway. And, and you know, John's like, just fucking suck it up and deal with it. The guy's got like, he's like a hundred some years old or something. He has yeah. experience. It won't kill you to listen to him. Be yeah. a good boy, Stop being John a baby. says as he walks away. <laughs> and, and Ronan just ends it with, I hate you. <laughs> Ronan is definitely really surly this episode. <laughs> so surly. It's like, the, it's like he, he just, he did revert back to a teenager solely for this episode. Yeah, not solely, but yeah. Well, sure. Um, that's true. <laughs> to me, that only proves even more that he really likes Teal'c. Uh, yeah. Because he's like, I'm very uncomfortable and I don't know how else to show these feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So just a few feet away from them, Sam apologizes for breaking up their fight. I mean, otherwise they'd still be fighting. Uh huh. But she's really thankful that Teal came all this way, even if Ronan is being Ronan. Yep. Teal really wants him to do well because Teal honestly sees a lot of potential in him. Yeah. And the guys are ready to go, so Chuck dials out. Um, but before before they go, Teal tells Sam that it gives him great pride to yeah. see like how. You know, this Atlantis has embraced her as their leader. How, yeah, and, her and, leadership is growing. And Teal knew they would. Mm-hmm. And they hug while Ronan eye rolls so hard. Yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> Ronan is better than this. He is just so in his feelings right I know. now. So we cut to the planet where the Wraith are doing whatever the fuck they're doing. And we realize it could be something with dialing the map. As they point out, they know how the patterns are stored in the gate's buffer mm. and that the Stargate is about to dial this out. This is bad. Great. This is not good. So at the Midway Station, we see Billy is there. Mm-hmm. And Teal and Ronan successfully arrive. Oh, and we see another familiar face there at the Midway Station. Boo. Dr. Kevin. Okay. Forgot to say earlier. I forgot to cover our guest stars, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Dow. And I think, oh crap, is it Ben Cotton? Something Cotton. That is Kavanaugh. And obviously, um, the one and Red only shirt. Christopher Judge. <laughs> which can I, I say, I, because I haven't been able to say this before, I have not been playing it. But <laughs> bartender Nick oh, yes. has been playing because we are we are loaning a PlayStation. Borrowing. Borrowing yeah. the loan recipients. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think it's backwards. It's fine. Uh, uh, a PlayStation. So Nick has been playing God of War. Yep. So I'm just doing my stuff, going around the house. And Teal's just, just every now and then. Hearing Teal's voice. And every once in a while, I look over and there's a cutscene where you see the like Kratos face. And I'm like, that's not Teal's face. It's absolutely. Chris Chad is just. Judge is perfect. He's so good. He's so perfect as Kratos. But he, it's so Teal'c like. Yeah. That I all of a sudden I see his face. I'm like, that's not Teal'c's face. Yeah. Because it, from the back, when you see the the back as it's playing, you can all be like, oh well, Teal'c's face is attached to that character. Yeah. Well, yeah. Believe it. Yeah. I. They're very similar characters. Would you believe me if I told you that Kratos is even more serious? No. That I. I hundred percent would believe that. Yeah. Kratos, is, it's it. so great. It's just such perfect casting. I'm yeah. so glad. So I've been hearing him. Chris Judge just boy among the house for the boy. past weeks. Boy, um, yeah, Billy is at Midway. Oh, so is Kavanaugh. Who the first thing we see is him trying to pawn off work onto the red shirt mm. that Lee asked him to do. We get the idea that Kavanaugh was given a quote-unquote choice to be here uh-huh. i also think that he's just so unlikable that they're like fucking put him in midway just put him away from us well that's what i'm saying i have a hunch the choice was something midway or something even shittier yeah yeah, yeah. to basically convince him and to take quote-unquote force him to go to midway yes yeah, fair um either way the sooner kavanaugh's trained up here the sooner the lee can go home the space in between galaxies is, in He's fact, the He's got tropical vacations place. to go to. He does, but the perfect place for Kavanaugh is the void between galaxies. Yeah. That's going to be... <laughs> that. I love that. I'm going to start using that as an insult. You belong in the void between galaxies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So you're not even worthy of the void between galaxies. <laughs> so Bill goes to welcome Teal'c and Ronan, where they just have, you know, a little 24-hour chillax time before uh-huh. they head to Earth. Netflix and chill, it's fine. No bigs. Because, of course, 24 hours is clearly enough to not pass Pegasus germs mm-hmm. back to Earth. Uh-huh. I'm going to the avoid CDC that. says. Just, just going to leave that <laughs> one alone. <laughs> Even though he's talking to two men who Earth is not their home, but mm-hmm. that's fine. Sure. And there's not a ton. Of, this is a tiny station. Uh huh. So there is a tiny room that they get to. Sh- it's tiny room that they get to share. So listen. Um, in my younger years, I did some traveling. That yeah. was really fun. Yeah. And the smallest room I'd ever witnessed was on a ferry ride from Dubrovnik, Croatia mm-hmm. to Bari, Italy. And it was a tiny, 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 that had a bunk bed on top of another bunk bed. Yep. And then there was like this tiny little bathroom. It was one of those bathrooms where the shower is literally on top of the toilet. Yeah. It's just like the waterproof bathroom situation. And it's and even that, like literally when you sat to pee, you were sitting under the shower. So you could poop and shower at the same time. I'm not against that, I'll be honest. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, And this room that they're in (laughs) is smaller. (laughs) It is so small. And they are so not. They're not small. (laughs) That's the thing too, is I was there with my friend, uh, with my friend Jen, Mm -hmm. who we've heard about. Who is, you know, probably the same height as I am, more yeah. or less. So we're neither of us is very tall to begin with. Yeah. And I can't imagine being in the room that they're stuck no. in right now. No. Yeah. No. It's so tiny. So there's a DVD player, some movies. It's some... like putting Drake in Kaylee's crate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Technically <laughs> would fit. But it's not gonna feel good for him. <laughs> there, you know, like like they're hanging off those bunks by like mid calf yeah, on. Yeah, I I would be surprised if the top bunk could take the weight of one of those men. That's well, that's why we see them both trying to go towards the bottom <laughs> bunk here briefly. Fair. Yeah. Um. Now I would say maybe you could probably not. take Ronan's weight. I'm thinking that because you know there's some there's some swole dudes in the military too. True. They're probably built to to. I'm just saying lengthwise, they're not enough. That's fair. That's Weight-wise, they can hold them. All right. Um, but there's movies. There's some pre-filled out Sudoku books. You know, just sit back, relax. It's get like to that know each shitty other. doctor's office. <laughs> or not, because Bill is definitely getting the vibes of this room, and he just wants to I squeeze got, go on now. Nope of there. Yep. Um, this would be a comedy of silence. Like, if the Wraith didn't later attack, mm-hmm. this would be, like, waiting for Godot. <laughs> it would, yeah. This would be black box theater. Be a Paul Thomas Anderson film or something. It's I don't just, know, something weird. Just dramatic suspense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, I always prefer the top bunk personally, but they both go for the bottom bunk. Um, speaking of Wraith, they figured out the program. Uh-huh. Back in the control room at Midway, Kavanaugh's yep. realizing how boring Midway really is. When suddenly, to break the boredom, there's an unscheduled Pegasus activation. Oh, yay. 
And then they see on the monitors Wraith arriving, which that's not supposed to happen. Nope. Wraith are definitely not invited to the midway party. By the way, in the previously, we, we remember very specifically they added the line where there is no shields. Yep. There is no irises. It no safe here. Because no one could hack the macro. Nope. Yikes. The the two guys, the Bash brothers, meanwhile, are just standing there. They went full stealth instead of, you know, upping that AC. Yep, yep. Are just standing there watching Three Stooges on a tiny screen as alarms going off. And it's like, finally, some fucking action. The saddest, the saddest watching of TV that I've ever (laughs) witnessed. But also, they're probably just like, this this is the fucking people that we're aligning yeah, with? They're not, yeah, they're not watching it, like, entertained by the comedy. They're no, studying it. They're yeah. like, the fuck? I'm totally with you, yeah. Uh, Tilk takes his robe off and Ronan grabs his gun. They're like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Finally! And quickly they're face-to-face with Wraith, who Ronan quickly takes out, and both wondering, what the fuck? And Tilk picks up a Wraith stunner. How relieved are they, though, to have something to do? So fucking relieved. <laughs> They're like, they're like, can we just enough that we can take out easily? Yeah, just keep them sort of coming for a little for like the next 24 hours. It'll make the time pass. Exactly. So the Wraith have quickly found their way to the control room. And as they arrive, right as Bill is finishing up something on the computer, all three men stand up, hands in the air, as the Wraith tells someone to dial Earth. No, like. Back in Atlantis. McKay has noticed that the gate bridge is down, but isn't really concerned at the moment. And apparently they send daily updates to the SGC. Although, I don't know why you didn't send today's update like half an hour ago when you were already connected to Midway, but that's neither here nor there. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to find out now that the gate bridge is down. Mm. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. sure what happens. McKay figures it's just a hiccup. Not worried about it. This McKay treats the gate the way I treat the lights on my car dashboard. Like, it's fine. It's (laughs) It's fine. fine. It's It's not a big deal. It happens all the time. We're not going to worry about it. No. While Sam and John are slightly more concerned about Ronan and Teal'c, McKay's not because the fuck up was minutes before they went through or after they went through. So it's pretty sure they made it to Midway. Yeah. We can't be certain, Sam points out. And John Uh, reminds him that there's gates in space. Yeah. And they can't breathe space. Yeah. But no, McKay knows that the glitch took place on a planet. So at worst case scenario, they're stranded on an uninhabited planet together because... Okay, but like... (laughs) More time together is just what they need. Yeah. That's... At least if they're stranded on an uninhabited planet, at least they have space. Mm -hmm. And not in the pressure cooker of a small room. That's true. Then they're just like, let's roam around and hunt things and start a fire and like... I also am surprised that, like, John or Sam didn't send some pre-warning to Midway to be like, listen, I know you normally group people together, but if you have, like, any second room, yeah. you probably shouldn't leave these two alone in a room for Can you hours? guys just sleep in the control room and let <laughs> these two have their own space? Can, just, Lee, can you just give up your bunk? Or just, can you clear some space in the hallway for Rona? Like a corner? Something. Just throw some rat, like throw a blanket There's on the gotta floor. be, you know, a jumper bay or something. Ronan would probably still prefer that. Yeah. Um, it did not take either of the Bash Brothers long to find the armory on Midway, where they gear up but disagree on the best place to secure. First, Ronan thinks the gate and Tilk thinks the control room. And here is, you know, where we see that. 
In the end, for all of Ronan's boasting, when shit happens, he still will naturally respect the command, like military command. While he's never going to admit it, he follows Teal'c without debate here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's not going to let his surliness endanger anybody. He's not going to let his surliness get in the way of good tactics. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we know some of what happened on Satita, but I think these are the things that he still sort of holds. Yeah. So when it comes to other lives at stake, he kind of like, this is kind of what pushes him back into like, okay, let's just do what needs to be done. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So in the control room, the Wraith are trying to dial out to Earth, but whatever Lee did at the end worked. It managed to lock them out. And guess what? Bill Lee doesn't have the code for it either. Nope. Truth or bluffing? Lee keeps us cool here. I'm very proud of this man. It, he listen for the 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 arc in like I want to say coolness, calmness, but like the arc that Bill Lee has had since the first time we saw him, yeah, is pretty awesome. And he points out that there's only a handful of people who know the code to unlock the system. Mm-hmm. Like no one on the base has it. Locking the system. Super easy. Even if it is a lie, it's such a great lie. I know. Because it's like, I don't fucking know. Don't know. I just don't know. And the Wraith aren't happy, but oh well. And they're going to have to try to hack around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them works. Our our lead scientist commander dude has no issues threatening the three men to try to get the code. Yeah. Well, you know. Finally... In Atlantis, they have a lock to the planet where the Wraith were on. Someone dialed out there at the time. stopped the macro. Mm-hmm. McKay just figures the men, like, aren't there because if they were spit out there, then wouldn't they have just dialed Atlantis again? He's sure. Like, guys, they made it to Midway. Yeah. <laughs> just because this is where the, the macro stopped doesn't mean they're here. They made it to Midway. They're fine. Same radio, just in case. Things are not fine. No one's there, but John ponders if the planet's supposed to be uninhabited, who dialed out from there? Hmm. So they send Melpy. So, oh, Melpy. And while there's no Ronin and no Teal'c, there is some weird looking shit hooked up to the DHD and, and way more concerning. There's a hive shit there on the screen before Wraith kills Melpy. Uh, what number Melpy do you gather this is? Like Malpin 38 oh, no, or like Malpin 432. I'm thinking like 72. Okay. Long live Malpin 73. And so they gate the, they shut the gate Malpy down Malpin is quick. dead. Long Listen, live Malpin. That's Atlantis Malpin. Right. The number back on Earth is way higher. Atla- <laughs> Atlantis Malpin is dead. The, uh, uh, Earth Malpin now just looks like a bank account. <laughs> it's like social security number. So... So I think I've mentioned in in our in our um, uh, D and D game, my Sam has a little um, a little automaton automaton flying unicorn corgi. An animations, yes. And so when he when he dies, he doesn't really die. Like I, Sam can repair him pretty easily, but because he can be rebuilt so easily. <sighs> Our our loving, loving DM has already told me I'm going to gun for that thing whenever I can. I want Fred 99 before this campaign's over. Long, Fred is dead. Long live Fred. We started at Fred 5 and we're on Fred 9. Listen, I appreciate Fred. Yeah. The fact that Fred exists. We haven't talked about this on the pod. No. 
means that my character is alive? Yeah, 100%. Because she was trapped in some other fucking plane and managed to throw herself inside Fred's little heart. Yeah. And uh, got to play a puppo for a while. Exactly. Got to be a doggo. And if Fred had to sacrifice one of his 99 lives to save Donnie, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. But it was fun to get to play as Fred for like, you know, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. (laughs) We're so confused. We're like, I don't get it. And I was like, oh. Fred can normally show me what's going on with his picture thing. Yeah. (laughs) It was great. So yeah, I I have, I mean, if you're going to have a small flying automaton why wouldn't it be a unicorn corgi yep unicorgi i mean for sure i like it anyway so um <laughs> what, what were we talking that's about? more than a small hiccup guys yeah that's right a that's that's planet. a lot of big hiccups mckay is sure that's like heartburn <laughs> mckay is sure that's impossible first they know about the gate bridge and then there's a whole like there, there's there's encryption and like they'd have to hack into it and it would take them years but what but what if mckay what if they knew the passwords from a wraith being on the base oh. working side by side with you? Remember your wraith friend? Because one time Ally or not, Todd is not just our friend. I do hate that this is all sort of left in the lurch about like, hey, Todd did this. I feel I we, I really hope we come back to this. I don't like it. He was working alongside McKay on his computers for quite a while. And Sam gets to the point, like, irregardless of how it happens... We have to get to Midway. The Daedalus is still on Earth, so how the fuck do we get there? Yeah, I do appreciate... Well, I don't know that we're here yet. Anyway, Okay, so they're going to take a detour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Sam gets McKay working on the macros, and John gets a strike force together. Well, when we get back to the control room on Midway, our red shirt's dead. Yeah. And these Wraith clearly don't know who Kavanaugh is, because damn Skippy... Kavanaugh's not lying. If he knew the code, he has no he fucking allegiances. He would tell you 100%. Yeah. I do before we get too far away from it. Yeah. I'm going to start using the phrase prepare a strike force more yeah. off the network because it just sounds really fucking it cool. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and then Kavanaugh just faints. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not surprised. I really wish they'd eaten Kavanaugh. I know. But what do I know? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, And right. That just means that Lee is up next. Oh. But right beforehand, his guy is able to overlock, override the lockout because no one said the Wraith aren't good at technology. Here's here's um, the story that I believe is brewing underneath this all. Okay. Hit me. So there's a couple of different Wraith here and we've learned that there's nuances to Wraith. Yes, yes. they all have to feed, but blah, blah, blah. But clearly one of these guys is a hardcore scientist. Yeah. I like to believe that this hardcore scientist fell in love with Billy <laughs> when he saw him. But he is of the human. He is. And he and 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 the scientist Wraith is of the Wraith people. Yeah. So he can't really do anything about it, but he so respects what this man has I built know. and what he's done, and he's running this midway station. He's been so excited to be here. His love at first sight. He saves his life. Uh, you know. He's like, just stalled oh long enough. no, he's going to eat Lee. <laughs> I better say that I've unlocked this now. There you go. Well, he, I mean. They oh, un- look, I did it. They do unlock it enough that they immediately then dial out to Earth. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's like, look, fuck all these other Earthians. I'm in love with one. Dr. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> so 
still on the way to the control room, Teal'c and Ronan hide out for a bit from some Wraith. Yeah. When we see they're heading towards the gate room, um, whatever I'll go along with you, Ronan was running through Ronan is gone because he's going to head straight to the gate room now because he sees a more immediate threat. Yep. And now that the gate is open, the Wraith sends a device. Well, that's good. As Lee says, what device? And we quickly find out it is the mother of all flashbangs. It's a fairly large sphere as it rolls down the ramp at the SGC. No one shoots it because it came from Midway. Yeah. But it sends out a wave and it is the largest sleep spell that ever has been sleep spelled. And everyone passes out. As I like that we down. both called it the same thing. <laughs> I wrote, oh, look, it's a giant sleep spell. It's just a giant sleep spell. Mm-hmm. Back in Atlantis, they are ready to go. Um, they are going to head to the next door planet from the planet get that the Wraith are on. They're mm-hmm. going to load a new macro. They're going to dial the first gate into the void. Next up, midway. And once McKay gears up, the strike force is ready. Yep. Although back at midway, they're already sending the next wave to Earth. Yeah. They're pretty relentless, those Wraithos. And Teal'c and Ronan see what's going on. They know it's bad, and clearly they have to go after them. So they race into the gate room, yep. run up, and slip through the gate's earth right before the gate shuts off, which the Wraith commander sees and tries to shut the gate down. Um, but it doesn't work. The The Bash Brothers are already through. It's done. And yeah. now, right after that, the Pegasus gate is now incoming, which is, confuses him even more because the next waves of Wraith weren't supposed to come without a say. And that's when he sees John and his team it's time. pour out of the Pegasus gates. And we see them split up to start to try to retake Midway. Let me tell you that... You know, these gates should really have some sort of manual... Shutdown button. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's look, like an emergency break. If you can't get the computer to shut down and it's doing something stupid, you always have the option to just pull that cord yep. from the wall. Yep. Emergency break. It's not going to be great, but it's there. Yeah. These Stargates should really have some. You just, Probably. you know, pull one of the sections out or something. I know. Anyway. Ronan and Teal'c have a lot to take in when they arrive at the SGC and they just see everyone seemingly dead, but quickly confirm they're just stunned or sleeping or whatever. But the questions are now is how much of the base is compromised? Where the hell are the Wraith? Yep. On Midway, John calls up for Ronan and Teal'c, but you know, they're not. Yeah. They're not. They're not. They're 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 busy not being there. Uh, His team clears the first area of Wraith and the commander just FaceTimes John from the control room. And he's like, there's no chance you can retake this station. Just surrender. Is this where he's like, hello, Shepard? Yeah, he's like, also, I know a lot about you. I'm a big fan. Cool. I mean, cool, cool, I mean, cool. not a fan. Not he, a fan. I hate he you. He seems to indicate that Todd is behind this whole thing. Everything in this episode is quiet fandoms of each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. The scientist and Bill Lee, Ronan and Teal, this Wraith lead <gasps> and Shepard. I will say very interesting to note. Okay, Commander just said he procured the data from right from Todd. Yes. He never said if it was willing or not. Yep, I put that in my notes. Okay. Todd didn't do this willingly. Todd told them about the team. But did Todd do this willingly? Big nope on my part. We don't know. They pulled out all his fingernails. <laughs> his Wraither nails. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. And his Wraither teeth is. Either way. His Wraither teeth Todd, it's just, no, they pulled the teeth in his hand. Mm. In his little, his little hand mouth. Oh, hand mouth teeth 
Either way, Todd hacked the system. (laughs) And Todd did hack the system and Atlantis. Todd had the information about Midway. (laughs) He used NordVPN. (laughs) Oh, deep cut. See our joke. Okay, sorry. Hack to you, John. John tries to remind him that um, you're trying to like overtake Earth and your first stop is the SGC. Like, that's not a place you just take over. Yeah, don't start there. The Wraith is not concerned, though. Mm -hmm. But at the SGC, the Bash brothers have made it to the control room and we see Wraith on the monitors fairly clearly trying to get to the surface. But little do they know that the pulse that knocked everyone else definitely triggered an automatic lockdown. Oh, yeah. No one gets in or out. Listen, the SGC gets lair actions. I know. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Teal'c says, indeed. And that is just the way Ronan likes it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm drunk. I'm going to drink some more. Back at Midway, Pegasus Gate activates again. However, this time it is not. Marines pouring out. It is more Wraith. I love how this goes back and forth. Yeah. Yikes. And they are still on FaceTime. It's like, what's going to come out? <laughs> Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate or vanilla? Just I don't spin know. the wheel. Pull the yogurt lever. Hey, we're getting a swirl. Um, Still on FaceTime with John and McKay, who, you know, they would love to stay in chat, but definitely have to go. So John shoots the screen. <laughs> he leaves one team here to kill anything that comes through the gate. People really like shooting screens. Yeah. I've noticed that. Uh, and he takes he takes McKay and the others to get to the control room to try to get control of the gate. We have a hallway scuffle that happens outside the control room with people on both sides going down. Mm-hmm. And eventually, yes, John's team is successfully able to take the control room. And we see Bill just like slowly pop his head up mm-hmm. above the console. Yeah. Please don't hurt me. The issue is, is that lead raid commander dude, he's not here. He yeah. ran out just before John got here. Mm-hmm. And McKay gets to work. Bill updates John on where Ronan and Teal'c are. Yep. John hands Bill a gun. Just watch the door while McKay works. John I, is going to go help I like that Bill's like, what do I... <laughs> Why? What do I... No. What, no uh, scientist. <laughs> I'm still going with the fact that they don't care if you're a scientist or not. If you were stationed at yes. an SGC base or Atlantis, you have basic weapons training. Yep. I agree. Because otherwise, that's dumb. But here's the thing. Basic weapons training is like CPR training. Oh, yeah. Unless you're doing it all the time, you're going to be like, how do I again? I still... See, here's the thing. Much like some places in their CPR training, I would assume that the smart deal is that you have to, like, every year redo some training. For sure. You have to actively use it. Well, Bill may probably have only held a... No, I think he held a gun in the other guys, too. Oh, yeah. like... For the most part, since then, he only holds a gun when he has to go through that yearly That's fair. training. I'll take it. Um, also, he's probably going to be helping McKay, too. But he's the one who gets to watch the role McKay works. John's going to go help the Marines. Mm-hmm. And no, Kavanaugh's not dead. He fainted, which sounds like that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, McKay then announces they have a problem. It can't just shut the, the, the Stargate down because... The Wraith set up a lockout protocol before he Oh, left. good. And it's the Pegasus gate that's open, so that's just an unending stream of Wraith coming through. Don't worry, Damn it's it. totes. 
That's fine. I'm telling you, it it's needs fine. some sort of manual, like remove this section and then the whole I'm thing talking, shuts down. I think just a button, just an emergency shut Anything. up button. Yeah. So he heads down to join the rest of his team. John calls for an update and you know, it's not good. Um, he's lost contact with most of them. They are extremely outnumbered. And then there's just screaming and no answer. They're just dying. Just dying is happening. It's not good. And then John is surprised by more Wraith. He takes a few out, but then he's on the run. Yikes. Big yikes. Meanwhile, at the SGC, the Bash Brothers find some what used to be people? Uh-huh. That the Wraith have fed on? It's people jerky. People jerky. And I adore Ronan pointing out that Teal'c says indeed a lot. <laughs> yeah. Which Teal'c says he hadn't noticed, which has to be ironic, right? That has to be the driest sarcasm ever, right? No. <laughs> he genuinely didn't know. Listen, SG1 has pointed out because Sam has even jokingly said indeed back to him before. Do you think he got that though? Maybe he didn't. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't know he has an accent. Uh, I'm It's I'm, that vibe. But the thing is, is we know Teal'c's humor enough that that could, could just be. be the driest sarcasm Either ever. Either is a high possibility. <laughs> I agree. Because that is the level of dry sarcasm I strive to. Yeah. And we know, we work with someone who does that level of dry sarcasm jokes. Okay. Who will pull the it's Tuesday line. Yeah. So well that you have to question your yeah. own calendar. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so it exists. I like it. And they run into a wraith actively feeding. Ronan is right up in the middle of stopping that. Mm -hmm. And then they're a bit cornered. And another one goes after Teal'c. Yeah. It was kind of like a little, uh, a little, uh, Ooh, um, um, nope, I forgot the ambush. That's the word I was yeah, looking for. Yeah. <laughs> Both struggle with their respective Sneak wraith. Sneak attack damage. Teal'c just snapping the neck of one. Yeah, I mean, whatever you got. Yeah. And in the middle of things, somehow Ronan lost his gun. And the wraith that Ronan is struggling with gets shot by Teal'c with Ronan's gun. Mm -hmm. Who just walks over, hands it back to Ronan and very seriously tells him that he would very much like to have a weapon such as this. And Ronan's like, get in line. Yeah. Um, I think you should put Teal'c at the front of that line. I still think John gets dibs before, before Teal'c. Yes, but how many more people could be in line, like in front of Teal'c? Uh, I would argue, you would argue that, like somehow Ronan does, or Teal'c gets to jump the rest of the people oh, in yeah. line. Yeah, John still maybe gets Lauren, first. maybe Lauren only because he's put himself in a lot of shit. God damn, I love Lauren so fucking much. He, I just love Lauren. Yeah. Um, back at Midway, things are not going. Nearly as well. No. Look, Kavanaugh's awake, but I don't know if that is a good thing. That's as probably we not a good thing. Yeah. Most likely, all the Marines are dead. There's no sign of when the gate will be shut down. Asshat, I'm just going to call him Asshat because <laughs> I'm sick of saying his name. Sure. Uh, tries to suggest that they, you know, what about the critical systems bypass? McKay doesn't want to touch it because he doesn't know what commands were compromised. Mm -hmm. More ranks are coming. So John's like, figure it the fuck out. Yep. Again, Asshat suggests the critical systems don't bypass. Do the, don't push the button. I said don't push. Bill's like, just go fucking watch the door. Yeah. Just leave us to work this out. And instead, he goes over to the other panel. While McKay tells John that even if the gate was shut down, they're still severely outnumbered. And then the gate shuts down. Yay. 
because S hat shut it off at the critical systems bypass. Maybe that's why there's no manual override. I think that is the manual override. Yeah. And McKay's like, are you out of your fucking mind? He goes, Jesus. Well, yeah, it worked. But now the self-destruct has started. Yes, but you've created a larger problem. This is exactly why McKay was working on a safe workaround and did not want to hit the critical systems bypass because he wanted to avoid the shit that was compromised or booby-trapped. Mm -hmm. McKay tells John that their mistake was waking Kavanaugh up, yep. obviously. This is definitely Kavanaugh's fault. There is just under 10 minutes until the entire place blows up and there's no way to turn it off and the Wraith can't have the station. No one will. Yikes. Oh, and then Bill has to say things couldn't get any worse. Cue weapons fire outside the door. Damn it. Janet. <laughs> At the SGC, the Bash brothers are clearing hallways when they hear a noise in the room next to them. Mm -hmm. The new IOA guy. Cool. I still can't fucking. Coolidge. Coolidge. Just pretend it's not there. I'm just going to pretend that D doesn't exist. Just doesn't exist. Coolidge has fallen out of his chair and he's just coming to. I mean, what better introductions could you have? <laughs> How convenient <laughs> that he's the one who wakes yeah. up. I almost wouldn't put it past Teal to be like, let's wake up Coolidge. <laughs> this can only work in your favor. Trust me, I've met you. This is going to work in your favor. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, he's very confused when he hears about Wraith. She looks like, you should probably stay here uh -huh. and stay playing dead. Um, but he is dead set on getting to the control room and getting to the radio because he doesn't quite seem to understand that it doesn't matter how many Wraith are here, these two guys are all you need to secure the base. Yeah. He demands that they take him to the radio in the control room. You're dumb, but yeah, fine. It's fine. Um, back at Midway, John has an idea. Mm -hmm. which is good because the Wraith are about to make it through the door into yep. the control room. Because we'll, we'll take anything we can get right now. Yeah. So his idea is the puddle jumper. Yeah. There's one docked here as an emergency escape pod, and this definitely qualifies as an This emergency. is exactly the time to get on the life raft. <laughs> Don't wait no. for the Titanic to sink it's any further. It's going. It's going. So, yes, it is an escape pod, but they're going to be stuck here in the void between galaxies. Yeah. But I mean, it wouldn't be. Listen, someone's going to mount a rescue. Uh huh. Because they won't not. It would take a couple weeks tops, and they have enough, like, they stocked that jumper to last a couple of weeks for that exact reason. Yeah. And you're buying yourself a little bit of time. Yeah. So, unless you want to be blown up instead, I don't know. Let uh, me find out. Do you want, would you rather be trapped in a jumper for three weeks with Kavanaugh or just be blown up with the station? Well, that's the thing, right? Is is it guaranteed that I'm going to live if I get in the pod? Yeah. Kavanaugh may not live, but you would live. I think, I think, me personally, I think I, I may destroy Kavanaugh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kavanaugh so may fine. not live. Like, yeah. I, mentally, I think this is, I'm going to become a more terrible person and I'm going to oh, break yeah. Kavanaugh. Yeah. But that, I mean, I'm going to live. It would be some of the worst three weeks, <laughs> mm -hmm. but you would, you would survive. Oh, yeah. The question is now, how do they get to the puddle jumper? There's a shit ton of right on base. John There's runs a couple of obstacles, if you will. <laughs> and John runs into more wraith, and he actually tells McKay to vent the atmosphere on Midway. Yeah. 
everything but the control room. It's fine. I don't I don't breathe there. Well, also, John's like, I'll figure it out. I don't have time to argue. That's what I mean. He's like, it's fine. It's, I'll just breathe something else. Um, all the while, McKay argues because obviously he doesn't want to vent the atmosphere with, like, arguably his best friend out there. Yeah. But he doesn't anyway because he trusts John will figure it out. Yep. That's exactly what it comes down to. It's, it's a really, really great, like, that moment is so quick and so, like, passes by without an extra thought. But, and he's had to do this before, essentially, not this exact thing, but this idea where, like, this, I could be killing my friends, but yeah. I trust that he's going to figure it out. Yep. Yep. He told me to do this yep. and I trust my friend to, to tell me that something not that dumb. Yeah. And we see the air being sucked out of the station, clearly affecting the Wraith, but also affecting John. Um, but he's our hero. Uh, so he's... <laughs> That's gonna, he's we're going to find it. It's going to be fine. He's not going to be dead. The puzzle, the question is never whether or not they're going to make it. It's how exactly. they're going to make it. Exactly. So he's trying to make his way to the jumper. He's stopped by even more Wraith, which he's able to kill. And we very dramatically see him not quite making it to the jumper, struggling oh, for breath no. and laying down on the floor. Sad times. At the SGC, more Wraith are being killed. Uh, Coolidge stays low, eventually just sneaks the fuck off without either guy's noticing. I mean, that would be my move. So they split up to find him. On Midway, all is quiet on the other Mm -hmm. side of the door. Pretty sure the Wraith are dead. Mm. But they're also not hearing anything from John. Yeah, it's time to exit the control room. Yeah, so the two other Marines are awake. So that's good. So they start repressuring the station. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course, they find Coolidge in the control room. Ronan is the one who gets there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coolidge says he's contacted the military. They know the situation. And, you know, they're planning on nuking the base. Nope. Because, you know, it's a foothold situation. So the only way to ensure the rape don't get out is to destroy it. Bruh, how about stop pushing these buttons so early? <laughs> you and fucking Kavanaugh. <laughs> so obviously Ronan wants that not to happen. Yeah. But it will as long as a single wraith is alive, Coolidge says. And and that's when Walter wakes up and is like, Wraith? Here? Uh, excuse me? You said my magic word. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. Uh, Ronan is going to deal with the wraith. Like, don't worry about the wraith. Just yeah. give me time. Like, I, this is what I do. Yeah. I kill wraith. This is literally our job. Uh, and, uh, and I love... <laughs> the concept that we can't let anyone in or out of the base. We have to keep the Wraith confined. But Coolidge is fine running to the escape hatch to the surface. Because, you know, no one's going to follow you out. Rules for you and not for me. No, yeah, that's not why rules are for me. Back no, up on the you. monitor, we see that Teal'c is trapped in a Wraith fight. Ronan goes to supply backup because there's no way Ronan is leaving without Teal'c. Yep. Coolidge is ready to write Teal'c off for dead, and Ronan is pissed. Yeah, listening piece of shit. Ronan has no respect for Coolidge. He's mm-hmm. like, if you want to run away and save yourself, that's fine, but I'm staying and f- going to get Teal'c. Yeah. I'm staying and killing all the Wraith. Blah. Back on Midway. Everyone is making their way to the jumper before the station blows up, and McKay's the last to go through, but pauses when he hears a noise. Yeah, and thank there, God he rolled that high-ass perception I check. I know. They're inside the EVA suit where there would be oxygen, 
is John. Roll a perception check. 27. <laughs> also, the Constitution. You hear breathing. Also, the Constitution John had to get into that suit. Yeah. I Well, at that point, the adrenaline's like, do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it or we die. Uh, Teal'c is not in a good place. No, it bad. It seems like all the right that are left is zeroed in on him. Ronan comes into this situation okay. and he has his own wraith deal with then. Teal'c is thrown at one point and Ronan just tears a pipe off the wall like, don't care what this is for. This is far more important right now. And for one moment, a wraith starts feeding on Teal'c. Oh, but it doesn't last for long because he is then impaled from behind onto Ronan's pipe. That's right. I'd it's... only wish it was rustier. Excellent timing. I want that wraith to die from tetanus. Yep. Indeed, Ronan says. But now they have this other issue that, like, the Wraith are all dead. Because I secretly love you and want to be just like you when I'm 100. But now there's the issue is the Wraith are all dead, but they're still planning on blowing the place up. Oh, right, right. Look, we caught all the Pokemon. (laughs) Don't blow us up. We caught them all. Everyone else is on the Puddle Jumper, waiting fairly impatiently since the countdown is 20 seconds. (laughs) I would be too. Uh, and everyone is a bit surprised to see John and also Kavanaugh is annoying. But with 20 seconds left, I'm going to let that one moment of Kavanaugh annoyingness pass. Somebody kick Kavanaugh out and just be like, whoops, <laughs> you fell into midway. Oh, we can only have so many people. The, how how awful am I that I'm like, it's just a little bit of murder. <laughs> it's just, you it's know, just the, a tiny the bit wraith, of We all have a pact. The Wraith killed him. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. Just as we see the jumper fly away, Midway Station, we hardly knew ye. Yikes. Blows up to its fiery death. Sad. Who knows how many days later, I'm guessing the next day, because shit carries on at the SGC. I mean, (laughs) yeah, they're like, well, you woke up, so come to work. Yep. Uh, Coolidge says Ronan, asks Ronan if he thinks he can fulfill the duties of a Stargate member with diligence, integrity, and respect for those <laughs> in authority over you. And Ronan just takes his time to lean into the mic and is just, yes. I'm surprised he says an entire yes. It's I not know. like, yeah. Good enough for Coolidge. Yay. And I'm like, yeah, because he saved your fucking ass. You're lucky to be alive because of Ronan. In the hallway, right outside the door, Teal'c is waiting to hear results. Mm-hmm. And yes, Ronan is exactly the kind of team member they want out there fighting the Wraith. Their words, not Ronan's. Uh-huh. And he didn't even have to hold a weapon to their heads. Wow. I do love that that was, you know, a backup plan, though. And Ronan had a good coach. Indeed. And as the Daedalus is ready to beam Ronan away to leave, because they still have no word for Midway, but the Daedalus is going to stop in and check on its way back to Atlantis. Mm -hmm. And we see the jumper sitting there in the void. Uh Uh-huh. In the back, Lee and Kavanaugh are playing cards and discussing films, because apparently Kavanaugh loves Pearl Harbor and thinks (sighs) that the film will endure. Shut up, Kavanaugh. Just a lame. McKay and the Marines and I us feel like Kavanaugh's even like he's contrary to be contrary. Yeah, and he's not even cool enough to like even Pearl Harbor. Yeah. It's like I loved Sharknado. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> because these two, Lee and Kavanaugh, have been talking nonstop since they got stuck in the jumper. God. And this when we hear a thunk from outside. <laughs> and suddenly the back door opens, and then there's Ronan just there to greet them. The Daedalus scooped up the jumper and they're already continuing the way back to Atlantis. Mm-hmm. 
And no, Kavanaugh, do not try to hug Ronan. Just please, no touch. Do not, do no, not, do not touch Ronan. Actually, hug Ronan. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, do that. <laughs> oh, and where's John? McKay points out that John locked himself in the front half of the jumper a day ago. McKay opens the hatch because I think it's very clear to notice McKay could open the hatch at any point in the past week. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, for everyone's safety. Yeah. For their safety, leave John alone. Yeah. I bet every now and then Rodney does go in there. Yeah, because Ronnie's the safest person up there. Yeah, and he's not hanging out. Or the two Marines. But they're not, yeah. They're not cool enough. No. Um, Where are they pooping? You don't want to know. I need to know. You know, you remember how the benches on the side, they open up? (laughs) It's just filled with poop. (laughs) Everybody look away, I'm pooping. That's when John was like, that's it, I'm out. I'm out. I can't, I can't. Where is John pooping? Right up in the seat, just a pile. Just a a corner of shit. There's just a pile of rug on this thing that they're like, you're gonna have to like burn it, burn that, pressure wash it. Don't think about it ever again. No, John would have a bag. Forever, this will be the poop jumper. John would have a bag though. Oh. Here's the poop jumper. I don't want the poop jumper. It's the only one left. It smells. It still smells. Yeah, it's years later. It still smells like poop. <laughs> don't want poop jumper. <laughs> so Maybe there's just like doggy bags and they just throw them out every now and then. No, you can't know. fit everyone in the front half of that jumper. I don't know. And then you're going to lose everything if you open it. That's true. Maybe there's like. Maybe there's like a poop. Like vacuum sealed. That's chute. exactly what I was thinking. There's a poop chute yeah. off the side of the jumper. Yeah. So really, what it is is there is just um, poop like orbiting the jumper. It's. It, I like to imagine it's in like poop bags, like doggy. Poop yeah, bags. yeah. There's doggy poop bags orbiting yeah. the jumper. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay. So th- they open the hatch and there's just John curled up on a chair in headphones asleep. Ronan has a lot of fun waking him up. Yeah. Finally, when he comes to, he realizes he's standing there and he is very happy. He yeah. almost shot himself with a stunner. <laughs> yeah. And don't worry, Ronan and Tilk took care of the SGC. John had no doubts at all. And as they Yay. walk out of the jumper, they're on their way back to Atlantis. Ronan tells them they passed the Iowa interview. And they said that they liked him. And John's like, I mean, of course. What's not to like? It makes sense. Yay. This was a lot of fun. Fade out. The I'm only sad that Teok didn't get to eat donuts. I know. On this trip. Donuts. Or that he didn't show up with donuts. Oh, it's so good. You know everyone in Atlantis would kill for a quality earth donut. Well, and he's like that guy coming in, like, you know... There's this new manager coming into yeah. the office, but he came in with donuts, so everybody loves him. He brings a suitcase, and inside the suitcase is just donuts. Just more donuts. I want a donut suitcase now. <laughs> um, Again, would you want a suitcase shaped like a donut, or do you want a suitcase filled with donuts? Or do you want a donut-shaped suitcase filled with donuts? I want a donut the size of a suitcase. <laughs> That inside also has more donuts. donuts. It's a donut-filled donut. Donutception. <laughs> it's doception. And with that, <laughs> what's next? Eight? Next up is Kindred Part One. Interesting. Yeah. 
I'm ready. Just shove your face. I'm just shoving my face into the microphone. <laughs> Guys, thanks for sitting with us. This episode was so much fun. Now I yeah, want a donut. It's fun. Um, okay, we'll see you next week. Yes. Kindred Part 1. Uh-huh. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook. There's no place like Tara. Email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Like us, rate us, review us where you get your podcast. Thank you for saying that because I had an ice cream in my mouth. That happens. Yep. Okay, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Donuts. Donuts.